What is up, everybody? Welcome to the Comic Book Lair. I'm Kyle. I'm Ray. We got a good one for you today. We're doing another two-parter, a B.O.Dub show on Day Tripper. Uh, why don't you tell everybody what we got going on today, buddy? Dude, Day Tripper is going to be fun, man. This book um, is a huge surprise to me, and um, I'm only halfway through it. I, I didn't go ahead and um, read past five since we're just doing it in two parts, but I'm stoked to chat with you about this one. Yeah, man, me too. It's actually the only thing I was able to read this week because I just couldn't stop, so I had to keep going. So it's going to get a little little hairy, a little dicey, a little dangerous as we talk about it, so I'm going <laughs> to have to uh, be careful not to spoil anything. Okay, don't spoil anything. I haven't read past five, so. Yeah, it's not really a spoilery type book, though, right? No, I don't think. I mean, there's one, I, I mean, I, I don't think there, it's, I don't think it's that style book. Yeah, me neither, dude. But uh, before we dive into that, brother, how you been? Dude, had a great week, man. It was um, it was busy, but um, good. At the same time, it was my son's birthday today, which was super awesome. Happy birthday, little dude. Yeah, I got to, um, I got off work a little early, which was nice. Went to lunch uh, with my wife and him, so that was fun. And then um, afterwards, I was like, you know what? I'm going to take him to the comic shop for his birthday, see if he wants to pick something out like we normally do. So, um that was cool. Went into the local uh, surprise comics. Uh, super fun shop, man. I love the everybody in there is awesome. And um, cool thing happened when I went in there today too. Um, I ran into Eric Henson, dude. And it was just I don't know. It was it was cool. He's such a good dude, and uh, we had great conversations. That was cool. Let me ask you a question. Yeah. Did the handshake do better? I knew it. I knew it. I knew you were going to ask this. I didn't even want to bring this up. <laughs> Good thing I don't think you remembered that meeting. Um, he was probably super busy. He was in the middle of drawing some stuff. So let's not even bring that up. But it was a not awkward as last time. <laughs> That's good. All right, oh man. Oh, now I'm, next time I see him, I'm probably gonna have to explain myself about our. Well, now you handshake. are. So that's exactly why I brought it up. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, no, no, no awkwardness this time. So it was good. Dude, um, how cool of him to uh, do that remark in the Eden book for you, man. That oh, is one dude. of the raddest things I've ever seen. I did no joke, had to look at it like 20 times because it was just like so rad, dude. Yeah, it was uh, super cool to get that. And he's just such a nice dude. So pumped on that. And my son got a cool Funko Pop when we were there. He's hilarious, man. We go in and he, you know, he changes his mind every five minutes when we're in that store. Like first, well, when I talked book, to you on the way there, he wanted a Sonic book. Did he not get a Sonic? Yeah, no, he did not get a Sonic book. <laughs> he he grabbed one off the shelf and he was like, "You buy this, Dad. I'm gonna buy something else." And I'm like, "Dude, I don't want this book, though." <laughs> but he, he ended up getting um, a Spider-Man Funko. It was pretty rad. Right on. Is it a um, Miles or a Peter? Uh, I think it's Peter Parker. Right on. But, um, yeah, dude, other than that, it was, it was a great week, dude. Got into the day tripper. And then, um, I also read, um, Batman, one bad day, Mr. Freeze. And dude, uh, how we'll was chat Mr. about that Freeze? one in a minute, but uh, no, I want to know now. Tell no, me now. It was dude. It was good. I'll, I'll tell you about it. All right. You got any plans for the holiday, man? Thanksgiving coming up Dude, Thanksgiving. Uh, we're traveling to my mother-in-law's house. Um, and uh, going to do Thanksgiving there and probably make a, a trip down to Vegas as well to see my um, bunch of my family there. So it'll be it'll be busy, but it'll be good, dude. I uh, yeah. stoked to get a little time off and um, see family. And uh, yeah, it'll be fun. And let me ask you a question, though. Are you a big? Um, no. Black Friday shopper. 
You know, uh, normally I'm not, but this year I was kind of on the lookout for some like, you know, I've been really into audio editing and stuff. So uh, kind of following like if there's any plugins on sale and stuff like that. But normally, dude, no way, dude. Like if you're waiting in line and stuff like that, I'd rather spend the extra 200 bucks on that TV. Have you ever done like, have you ever done a Black Friday? No. Mm. I've done a couple. It's been a long time since I've done it. Um, my local shop is actually having a cool Black Friday. I wish I was here in town to go, but um, I'm going to miss that one. But well, I'm talking like the Best Buys where they're literally camping out the night before. Yeah, I've done like, two. Like, I, I've done two of them. Yeah, like places like uh, your comic book shop doing a Black Friday. Those are rad because it's just kind of community gets you in there. Uh, no one's being ridiculous and shoving and fighting people. That's what I... <laughs> You know what I mean? That's what I can't stand, dude. It's like yeah, every year you yeah. see these videos of people boxing over a TV. And dude, I'm just I've like, done dude. I've done two Black Fridays where I like I don't camp out, but I go I'm like stand. Ah, basically, yeah, I pretty much camp out because I'm standing there all night. And one was pretty chill and mellow, and one was nightmare. Like yeah. I, I remember a few years ago when my girls were younger. I um I don't know if you remember these things called Hatchimals. They were like these little animals. Yeah. They're still Dude. around, man. My kids love Hatchimals. Dude, I when those first came out, I me and my brother after we ate, I think we waited in line from like six PM to I, I don't know, one o'clock to get these things at Walmart. And it was actually pretty mellow. It was, you know, for, for Black Friday. But it lasted all, you know, they were stoked on that gift for like five minutes. And I yeah. was like, totally should never have waited in line for that. I did camp out at a Best Buy once. So overnight, legitimately for the Nintendo Wii. Dude, I was with you. You were? Dude, we first, remember, we went to Universal City Walk first. Oh, that's right. Yeah. And we waited forever. And the line, like, it was like three in the morning and the line didn't even move. Like, yeah. we were so far away on the City Walk. Like, it was silly. And then we left. And I think, where did we, we stopped by somewhere on the way home. And it was like four in the morning and they still had one. And we're like, what were we doing going to the City Walk? <laughs> Man, that's crazy. I forgot about the going yeah. to Universal. Yeah, so that was fun. Um, but then the other one I did, I think it was at a Best Buy, dude. I waited in line all night. And you'd think I would buy cool You know what I waited and ended up buying? What? A Flight of the Concords Season 1 DVD. <laughs> you waited in line overnight for a Flight of the Concords CD? DVD? DVD, dude. Season 1, Flight of the Concords. It was probably like normally like nineteen ninety nine. I think I got it for nine ninety nine. It wasn't like a huge oh my deal. Gosh, and it was that was the one that was a nightmare, dude. There was shoving, there was fights, there was just people everywhere grabbing stuff. And that's probably why I didn't get anything else because I didn't want to deal with you the just chaos. Wanted to dip. And I was like, well, I w- I'm here. I might as well buy something. And I, it was like on an end cap. And I was like, I'll just buy this. Yeah, I love Flight of the Concord, so. Yeah, but um, yeah, Hip-hop I just wanted to see. It. My lyrics are bottomless. <laughs> the rhinoceros. <laughs> yeah, those guys are funny. But I'm I just wanted a, to I'm, see if you're still into Black Friday or not. No, you know. Also, I I run a, a you know part of my job is uh, I, we have an online store, and so I have to come up with a Black Friday sale every year. Oh, and that just makes me not like it either because <laughs> it's. I'm just like, come on. Are you allowed to give out details of your sale or? uh... We're just doing 25. Like this year, I was just like, got to keep it easy. So it's just 25% off site wide. Oh, right on. That's not too bad then. 
Yeah, it's going to be easy this year. How's your week after Black Friday? Is it like you get to work Monday and is it like... Well, we do it all week. So our Black Friday goes Monday to Monday. So it's going to go live literally Monday and then it'll end on Cyber Monday. Dude, Black Friday isn't a day anymore. It's like a whole week. Dude, they're already like it's a whole month. Yeah. How wild is that? Dude, one thing I did get into and which you'll kind of be proud of me on this is... um. Have you uh, watched any uh, any anime at all? Like traditional anime? Just no. any anime in general? No, I don't think so. So um, I haven't watched a ton of anime either, but there was this. Um, so there was this video game that came out a long time ago. I can't remember. I think it was like 2020, and it was from this company called CD Projekt Red. They're the guys who did um, like The Witcher. Oh, okay. And it's called uh, Cyberpunk. It's like an RPG. And Keanu Reeves actually had like uh, he's like I remember a non- the game. Yeah. yeah, he's like a non-playable character in it. Well, when the game released, I guess it wasn't finished all the way, but they like were pushing it out, and, and then they needed more time. But once they set a release date, everybody was stoked, so they ended up pushing out pretty much like a, a game that wasn't completed, and so it had all kinds of bugs. I guess I never played it, but I, I always wanted to. Um, I guess now it's like patched up and like plays really really well but i was on netflix and they have uh um an anime series and i was like i want to check this out because i always um wanted to check out the game the art looks really cool and the the episodes are only like 25 minutes long definitely not uh kid friendly so don't watch it around the littles but um it was good dude i was impressed with it, it i think i watched like four episodes and it was really rad the story or kind of the animation yeah both both the story is really cool i won't give it away if you want to check it out but um just that whole world that whole it's like futuristic sci-fi um you can basically um like mod your body with like these um i can't remember what they call them but they're like these robotic pieces you can add to yourself to just make yourself like all Mm. kinds of crazy stuff and um it's pretty cool man it's the story with this this kid and his mom and um it's good dude you said Netflix? Yeah, it's on Netflix. Oh, I'll check it out. I think it's only like eight episodes too, I think. And they're only like, like I said, 25 minutes long. So they're not like, you don't have to dedicate a ton of time to them. You can zip through them pretty quick. Pretty graphic or just? Yeah. Yeah. Yeah, yeah. So pretty graphic, um, some language. Uh, definitely don't watch it in front of the littles, but it, it was it was pretty cool. Yeah, I'll have to check it out, man. Yeah. So. The closest thing I've ever probably gotten to anything like that is I did watch, and it's not even remotely close, so don't get mad at me for saying that. <laughs> but uh, I really enjoyed the Invincible series on Amazon. Yeah, I haven't Prime. watched that one yet. I think you'd dig it, dude. It's pretty cool. Yeah, you've told me about it before. But I'll have to check that out, man. I was super interested in that game, probably because I knew Keanu was in it. <laughs> I, knew, I knew you would be. I knew it. And, dude, speaking of Keanu, what about the news of Constantine oh, 2 coming dude. out? We were just talking about that talking last week. Talking about it, dude. Freaking... Oh, stoked. Yeah, so I'm you're definitely going to have to go back and rewatch the first one now for oh, sure. You know I will yeah. a couple times. <laughs> By the special edition. <laughs> yeah, dude, I like it, man. Like I said though, it's probably a terrible movie, but I love well, it. They're doing another one, so that's cool. Right on, buddy. But anyways, you want me to jump into Batman One Bad Day real quick, Mr. Freeze? Yeah, bro, I want to hear all about this one bad day. Dude, I won't spoil too much because I really want you to read this one. But um, 
And I think we talked about this last week. Like, I, we've never been a like super huge fan of Mister Freeze, but this is actually really, really good, dude. So, it um, and what I really love about it is the relationship with Batman and Robin in this one is really cool. Because remember, I think when we did uh, what Robin versus or Robin and Batman, Jeff, yeah, and their relationship was like really harsh. Well, this one in here is is not like that. It's like opposite. It's it's pretty cool. Oh. And um, you get some Alfred in here, so you'll be stoked on that. <laughs> I love that this has become a thing. I know. I, yeah. I mean, I do love Alfred. But it's pretty cool because like most villains and most like guys that Batman faces in Gotham, like he just wants to throw them in, you know, Arkham or he just wants to get rid of them. But um, with Freeze, he like sees some potential for change. Right. Batman does. Yeah. And so does Robin. And so like they they approach this instead of like, hey, let's defeat this. Let's let's see if we can change him. And hmm. um it, so that's kind of all I'll say. And um it, it's really good. The art was incredible. And um definitely check this one out, man. It was it was a fun read for sure. I liked it better than um the the Riddler one shot, even. Does the Batman Robin uh, relationship have any sort of arc in there or is it just you like kind of watching it go down? Yeah. Um, I don't think it's like a big arc. It's just, um, it's just really cool. They're, they're back and forth. They have like a, it seems like they have a strong, like trusting relationship. Robin is actually really, really like can hold his own in this one. And, um, it's, he's still young, but um, and there's some there's some funny stuff in it. Like he, he really wants to drive the Batmobile and like Batman's not letting him. And then like towards the end, he's like, you can drive back to the Batcave. And he's all like super stoked. Like it's pretty funny, dude. So definitely check this one out. Um, like I said, I think it's my favorite of these uh, one bad day one shots. It's my, my favorite so far. Of I think there's four out. I think there's Riddler, Penguin, Two-Face and then this one. Yeah. So, I want to um, check out the Riddler one because I know you like that. Yeah, that I, one was good too. And I definitely want to check that one out now for sure. So yeah, definitely pick this one up. Uh, super fun. And um, the quality of these, you know, these bigger DC books is just really good. And it's a, it's a cool book. I think you'd like it. Heck yeah, buddy. But that's how I got into reading other than Day Tripper. I just got that one in and, but it was, it was good. Super good. Dude, well, that's one more than me. Oh, I, I just, I just read all. I did read all of Day Tripper, though. Did you? Uh, yeah, I finished it. Um, but that's, that's all I could read, dude. Because uh, I think I was telling you on the phone. Uh, it's just one of the. It's like another one of those where I'd finish a chapter, and like I couldn't just go read something else. Like I had to chew on it. I had to think about it. Sometimes I was frustrated because I wasn't sure exactly what was going on. Uh, so I wasn't able to really dive into anything else this week, but. I'm happy that I that I got all of Day Tripper and I loved it. Well, good. Don't um, just remember to stop on issue five here. Don't ruin anything for me past that because I won't. It's kind of uh, yeah. I mean, I guess I could technically spoil some of the individual chapters, but uh, well, you want to dive into it now? Yeah, jump let's into jump it. into it. You want to give a little uh, overview of Day Tripper? Yeah, let's do it. So Day Tripper is from Vertigo. And it's by two guys. I think they're both from Brazil, right? Yeah, I believe so. Yeah, I'm they're pretty brothers. sure. Yeah. yeah, and they're they're both from Brazil. Um, it's Fabio Moon and Gabriel Ba. Gabriel Ba. Gabriel. Gabriel. Yeah. Yeah. Thank you. It's so funny because when I was reading this, I was talking to my wife. I was like, 
If they're twin brothers, how come they have yeah, different why last they, names? <laughs> Dude, I was thinking the same thing. Yeah. But yeah. it's their middle names. Oh, is that what it is? That makes yeah, sense. They, they just kind of nix their last names for the sake of publishing, but. All right. Well, I guess the easiest way to 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 sum this book up is so it follows this guy. Um, you're gonna have to help me with names on this one, dude. I'm yeah. just terrible pronouncing this guy's name. Bros. Bros? Would, yeah, would that how you say his name? Yeah. Yeah. <laughs> and so um, he he lives in Brazil. His dad is a famous uh, writer in Brazil, so v- very popular. And he's trying to be his writer uh, a writer as well. And at this point in the story, he's. He's not as like popular, I would say, as his dad, but it basically follows um, his life, and they're almost like um, each issue is almost like an like a snapshot. Yeah, like a snapshot or like an alternative version of of um, his life, and they hmm. each. That's how I kind of have been reading it so far, and um, each issue kind of spotlights or uh, highlights like a main, like big important moment in his life. And um, the kind of twist, I guess, is at the end of each issue, he dies. Mm -hmm. And so that's why I kind of, kind of mentioned it's like um, that, that alternate version of the last like couple days of his life. Each one. Does, Does that make sense? Yeah. I like that. I didn't think about it that way, but that's cool. Because technically, I mean, even though at the end of each issue he dies, like you turn to the next page and you start the next issue and he's alive just at a different point in his life. Yeah. And, and it kind of like each chapter is a different age. Yeah. And so and so we get to see these different um, each chapter, we get to see these different parts of his life and they all have importance. And um and just like you said, just little snapshots. And so I guess that's, uh, you know, the easiest way to kind of to to give an overview of it if yeah if, um, i like that i don't know if you have like anything that. to add no i like that overview man um it was it was interesting to me because uh kind of jumping into this first issue here i think he's what like 20 something no 32 he's 32 yep and i like so at the end of this one and just as a heads up like we're gonna be spoiler in this in one way spoiler in yeah uh, spoiler. <laughs> We're going to be spoiler in this one way or another. Uh, so if you haven't read it, jump into it now, but, uh, or, you know, pause the episode and go, go pick yeah, it up. check this one out for sure. But dude, so in chapter, chapter one, he's 32. And at the end, dude, I mean, we can go back, kind of fill out the blanks here in a second, but I just want to get your take on something. Yeah. At the end of this one, he's shot. And dude, like when I, when I kind of picked up the next issue, there was this part of me that was like, uh, maybe expecting it to be like a different, re- like a different reality or a different uh universe or mm-hmm. some sort of supernatural or comic booky thing, but it's anything but that. And so it was like confusing to me for a little while to really uh pick up what was going down. Mm-hmm. Did you experience that at all, or did you kind of get it right away? No, hundred percent. So at first I was a little confused. I was like, wait a second. And even when you finish issue two, yeah. And, and like he dies again, then you kind of start putting it together. But then issue uh-huh. three starts and he's like a different age. Yeah. You're like, wait a second, like what's going on? And then once you get it like past uh, issue two and you get into three, then you kind of see what what is really going on. 
Yeah. And so at that point, I actually went back and reread them all once I kind yep. of figured out. I was like, oh, I get what they're mm-hmm. doing. I did the same thing. Yeah. So uh, kind of jumping into the first issue here, man, like what was your your takeaways? What'd you think? Um, uh, you know, overall, not on your first read through anymore, but, you know, what'd you think of issue one? 32-year-old bras. Yeah. So you got 32-year-old bras and every issue points out like a big like impactful moment in his life. And um, you get to meet his best buddy, George, I think his name is. Yeah, I think so. And their relationship was George. Yeah. Their relationship is super cool. Um, This issue, it kind of seems like him and his parents like have a strained relationship almost because like it's his birthday. They don't remember that. Um, it's also, uh, um, he's going to a big event that his dad is doing in Brazil. Cause his dad is this huge, famous writer. So he has yeah. this big event going on that he's invited to. So maybe they were too busy f- for, you know, dealing with that to even tell him happy birthday. So he seems kind of like he's kind of in a funk in this issue almost like he's, he's in his thirties. He's not a famous writer like he wants to be. Yeah. That's what um, I was going to say. One he, main he, he, Go ahead. Sorry. One main thing to to point out is he writes obituaries for people. That's his yeah. that's his career right now. So he hasn't like followed in the footsteps of his dad, this famous writer. Um, he's just writing in the local paper and, and writing about death. And um, so he's kind of in a funk, I, w- I would say, through this issue, wouldn't you? Oh, dude. Yeah, definitely. And I was just going to say, sorry to jump on you there for a second, but just what you said, like, all of that, but it seems like one of the biggest things is his frustration trying to live up to his dad in some way or another. Uh, it's kind of interesting. Yeah, I didn't think about that in this issue. I think you're right. I think that's the main thing uh, he struggles with, you know, and it, it's cool because every single issue that I've read so far is so relatable. I think anybody can mm-hmm. can relate to the same stuff he's going yeah. through in life, you know, big time. Yeah. I mean, I always think about this too, when it's like, you're a, you're a, your, your dad was really good at a professional sport, but you're playing the sport too. Like how crazy that would be. Like, I used to think about all that, that all the time with Cecil Fielder and his Prince. son who played Prince Fielder. <laughs> yeah. Yeah. And, uh, just like, there's a ton of these examples, but it's just gotta be hard to get out of your dad's shadow. Dude. Especially when they're like that good, you know, yeah. like, you you probably have a huge weight on your shoulders to live up to that. You know, everybody's looking at you. They think you're going to be as good or better. Yeah, which is hilarious. Like you're not your own person. You're getting, you're probably getting recruited for college and, you know, grade school. Like who knows even if you're going to play that sport at, you know, like they just are, you're expected to just be good. Mm-hmm. And that's got to be a lot of pressure. Yeah. Anything else about this issue you wanted to mention? Uh, I think uh, those are the big takeaways. You kind of learned that he he writes obituaries. You get to meet his best friend, his relationship with his parents, that he is a writer. His dad's not only a writer, but some sort of like cultural phenom. Like, yeah, yeah. He seems like he's his writing's really uh, important to their whole culture. Yeah. Dude, one thing I want to ask you about, um, I think I can ask you this now. So he... He writes obituaries, right? Mm-hmm. And every single issue, he dies. So he, it's like, I don't know how can I explain this? Like, there's a lot of death 
and, and not in like a morbid way in this book, you know, because he writes obituaries. That's his career. At the end of each chapter, he dies. Um, and at the end of each chapter, it's almost like there's only like a mini obituary about him. Mm-hmm. Um, but this also like is about, uh, even though there's a lot of death in it, like it's also like about just big moments and, and like life, I guess. Like yeah, big yeah. life moments. Yeah. And so I had thoughts here. Well, first of all, you blew my mind. At Now it seems like, oh, I don't know how I didn't recognize this, but you did blow my mind, so I'm going to give you credit. Uh, where the ending always has, you know, the the narrator giving an obituary. And you had mentioned that it was probably Braz, like, you know, writing little obituaries for each of these moments in his life. Mm-hmm. And now every time I go back and read it, I'm like, man, that was like... I, that, it makes so much sense. So thank you for that. I thought that was really cool. Sort of like, even if it's not true, I like it. And so I go with it. Because mm-hmm. uh, some of the stuff he says too, it seems like autobiographical, you know? Um, and so that leads me to the next point of wanting to ask you, like kind of what you're saying about death and life. And like, don't you think in these moments in life, like with these big impactful things, like they're all, I don't know how to say it. Or even if this is right. But like little parts of you do sometimes have to die to move forward. And it's like here, maybe I didn't really know exactly how that fit in the first issue. Like, yeah, I I feel the same way. The first issue was a little weird. And at first I didn't even know how he died or no, not the first issue, the second issue. Sorry. Keep going. Oh, and the second issue. Yeah. It was so unclear whether or not he drowned or not. Yeah. Yeah. But even in the first issue, uh, in the second issue and going forward, it was a little more clear to me those little parts of bras that maybe had to like die or how these were moments in, in time where parts of him were leaving for him to go on to the new thing. Yeah. And maybe yeah. here what's happening is that he is letting go a little bit here in the first issue, letting go a little bit of because here it's what's happening is that this guy's literally killing his uncle for some money. Yeah. And maybe there's this part of bras that realizes like, I got to just be my own person. I can't re- rely and depend on my dad for everything or live under his shadow uh, anymore. But I don't know. What do you, what do you think of that kind of read on this? I think so take? too, because now that you look back at issue one, two, he has a lot of conversation back and forth with his, with his buddy about his book that he's trying to write. Yeah. And he's basically pushed his book on the back burner. Mm-hmm. Um, he, he mentions he hasn't had time for it or just isn't, you, you know, like passionate about it anymore. And he's worried about all these other little things in life that he has going on. And his friends just like, dude, like, don't worry about that stuff. Like, mm-hmm. like it's not of importance. Like get back into your book. And he's just like, I just want to be young again. You know, when we were off, you know, having fun and just looking forward to a life ahead of us. And now he's like, you know, I mean, he's not old, but he's like further along in life and he doesn't think he's, I guess, maybe accomplished what he should have. Like you mentioned, living under his dad's shadow. But um, I think you're absolutely right. Like, I think that's a good point to for this first yeah. issue. And here kind of right in the smack dab middle of this issue is one of the most important conversations I think he's having with George. And he's just talking about he says, I wanted to write about life, George. And look at me now. All I write about is death. And George says, ah, but you know all too well that death is a part of life, my friend. And he's like, you're right. Death is a part of life. Yes. And George says, and so is family. So it kind of setting the stage here, I think, right now that it's this 
this book is a conversation on life, death, and family. Mm-hmm. You know, and I think that kind of carries through this whole this whole arc. Uh, really comes to fruition at the end, but I obviously am not allowed to say anything about. Yeah, that. yeah, don't don't say don't spoil the end for me, but. Um, <clears throat> Yeah. I mean, I guess just kind of jumping through, you know, like, like you mentioned, like a a part of him um, at the end of each of these chapters does die. Like chapter two, you know, he like falls in love for the first time. Mm -hmm. You know what I mean? So he'll, 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 he'll fall in love again, probably, but it won't like, this is the first time he's ever really like fallen hard for somebody. And, and so that will, you know, the, the, they'll never be a first time falling in love again. Right. You know, and I think the the thing about the second issue there is with the first time he's falling in love, what you see is that like right before that he's adventurous, he's literally out with his best friend traveling. I think it's Salvador and they're, yeah. they have a plan to like, you know, hop around, but he falls in love. And then when you pick up with this storyline later, he's what's the right way to put it a little bit more domesticated. I don't know if that's like a weird way to put it, but he's, he's he's a homebody now. So he and her are living together in a house. They've got jobs. And so to me, the big thing in issue two, that the little death part is that, uh, he doesn't have like that free like spirit where he can kind of just do whatever. Cause now he's committing a committed relationship. Yeah. But one of the things I also think, and I think you brought this to my attention, but something I think each issue is doing as well, it's like working on like multiple facets and it's so rad. I think all this stuff we said is true, but I think it's also um, a reminder that in each uh, section of your life here to be to be present mm. because all of it's mm-hmm. uh, important and meaningful and to not overlook it because literally at any minute you could die. Mm hmm. I think you had said that you might've said it in a better way. I don't know if you want to elaborate on that, but I thought it was a cool point. No, that that's perfectly. Yeah. That's exactly what I meant. Like you never know what could happen. Like he's literally, you know, issue one, he's literally going into a bar to grab a smoke real quick and and a drink before he goes into this thing and he's dead. Mm -hmm. And, And like, you can't take for granted any of these moments in your life, big or small, because you never know when, when, when it's over, you know what I mean? Yeah. And each, like e- the ending of each one of these chapters ends in such a like random out of the blue way, like, I know. you know, so you can't, you, you got to remember that you can't take anything for granted. And all these moments, um, even though some are small and some are big, like yeah, they're always important. And I think in the first issue, it's kind of like, you know, there's only going to be one time in your life you get to celebrate with your dad this big momentous occasion for him. And then in the second issue, it's like that first love, that first time you fall in love, like, you know, got to be present for it. Like, because, you know, I don't know what I'm trying to say there. All of a sudden I lost my train of thought, but I think you understand what I'm saying. Yeah, yeah, no, for sure. But the girl that he uh, he falls in love with here at first, it was also a little confusing <laughs> to me. I don't know if it was confusing to you, but it almost felt like she was some sort of um, like not like almost like like not real, not real. <laughs> yeah, yeah. Like, like he was kind of dreaming about her and she had all these like uh, the way she was speaking felt like 
she was some sort of something he was imagining. Like a fig, yeah, yeah, for sure. I thought the same thing until you go to the next issue, and then they're like, they've been living together for a while, and now yeah. they hate each other, or at least she hates him. Oh my god, she doesn't want to live. Way. Yeah, I, you feel bad for him. So then again, he's going through. You know, it's like issue one, he's kind of going through a rough moment. Issue two, it's like a happy, important moment. Issue three, he's like going through another rough moment in his life you know it's like these ups and downs of life that we all go through and we mentioned this before it's all really really relatable yeah and the the way they write it with such emotion and like every character you can like you just i don't know they, they wrote it really really well yeah what do you think about issue three so that's the one where you know He's back home with the the girl he first fell in love with. She hates him, like you said. They end up breaking up. But in the same issue, uh, he falls in love all over again. Yeah. Um, I did. Dude, I loved it because you get some, he got some good conversation with his dad. That's so true, yeah. it's like you use this, the relationship roller coaster that you have with people is very present in this whole book so far. And, um, you know, that's, it could speak to every single one of us relationship, you know, issues or ups and downs, highs and lows. And so you see that with him as he's sitting here with his dad after it. And the conversation he has with his dad is awesome. Even with George too, again, like his buddy, like I love George. He's such a cool character so far. The the thing about his dad says where it's like, I loved it because it kind of ties back into what we had mentioned about, you know, appreciating each moment because it's like the smallest little thing that he hangs on to this tiny little response that his wife gave him about writing a book. And he tells his son, it's like, this is what life's all about. These little moments that hang around and swim in your head and you can't get rid of them and they mean so much to you. And he's like, that's what it's all about. You got to. And I think like that's also meta here because this is exactly what we're talking about. Like all these little things like you yeah. got to appreciate and cherish them and look out for them. And Yeah. All I know is at the end of this issue, dude, how bummed were you when he's like falling in love again? He sees this woman just at a random grocery store and he automatically knows like, dude, this is the woman I'm going to love forever. And he's so stoked. So he's running back to the grocery store, runs right out in front of some like delivery food truck or something. And then just thunk gets smoked by this car. and He's dead again. And you're just like, man. It was it was really devastating, dude. Yeah, but I loved the the uh, the way he's like falling in love with her, and he's literally walking away, and the like internal thoughts he's having to himself, like, "What am I doing? Like, why am I walking away?" Uh, all that was funny because I've had moments like that uh, before, so I liked it a lot. It was a cool characterization. Yeah, yeah. It, yeah it was definitely cool, man. So I, I enjoyed it. Um, it, you know, the and then these last um, couple issues before we 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 stop for this part, but um, you get to see um, issue four was probably the um, mm-hmm. issue four was a tough one, dude. That was challenging because you know we we've been talking about life and death, and in this issue, you experience uh-huh. both on the same day. Yeah. So so he he's married to this woman, you know that the second woman that he met uh, and. They're about to have their first child. And as they're going through this uh, th- this crazy day on their way to the hospital, 
And just like you mentioned there, like he's almost not even present in the moment because he's worried about his phone. He's like, and his wife's like, dude, like, let's just go. Like, don't worry about that kind of stuff. Like be this, this is the moment you're never going to have again right now. Your first child's being born. And then um, you end up finding out like he meets his, his mom's at the hospital randomly. He doesn't know why you find out his son, his, his child is born. And on the same day, his dad died. And at the same hospital, no less. Yeah. And so it's crazy because we see life and death in the same, like, mm-hmm. same time, same day, same place. And so it's, um, it was, that was a, a, a crazy issue. That one was, there was so much going on there. It was really handled well, I think, by, by the creative team here. And, uh, one of the things I wanted to pause for a second and ask you is like, what'd you think of the art and the paneling? In oh, the- dude, the art is awesome. The watercolor, the the colors that they use, the emotion that they capture on, on all the characters. Um, I especially love it in issue five when they're like at that farm and he, he's a, in, in issue five, it's a, a snapshot of him when he's 11 and that I think that issue has my favorite art. It's like the most vibrant. They're like on this farm. It's a ton of characters. Like they're all around the dinner table eating. And just and when he's talking about the characters and, and the way they drew the characters, like I think like it fits them so perfect. Like I couldn't imagine it any other way, like drawn any mm-hmm, other way. They're, they're, mm-hmm. It's just so good. So um, I, I really enjoy the art. Yeah, dude. So in issue four... What do you think about him? So he, after his child's born and his mom wants him to go get something back from the house. And I think it's in his dad's room and he gets to his dad's room and he sees that, uh, one of the things his last things his dad was doing, what's on his desk, like front and center is Braz's book, uh, silken eyes. And I think like him realizing his dad was taking the time to read his book, you know, just wrecked him. And I mean, you know, because here, at least, and if we're going with your thing, which I really like these alternate realities, like, uh, or I don't know exactly how you put it. How did you put it? Alternate something. It's like an alternate Alternate version version. of his like last day before he dies. Each one. And uh, so he sees that and it's just an emotional burden that he's not able to handle and has a heart attack and dies. I know, dude. And um that's the same way his dad died. Mm-hmm. Didn't he say he died of a heart attack? Is that? I think so. Man, uh, I can't say too much, but I do want to say this isn't too much of a spoiler for you. But this like connection between him and his dad builds in these later issues, and uh, dude, it's so. That's what cool. I was going to ask you because a lot of this time, like we do. Um, you know, we mentioned we did get to see some good interaction with him and his dad. But a lot of the time, his dad, to me, almost feels like. A distant and removed. Yes, like yeah. very distant. He, he, you know, you see it here, like all he did was spend time in this basement writing. Yeah, when well, you go to issue five and they're at the farm, he's removed from the whole family. He's all he's doing is he just cares about his work over yeah. anything else. I will say that doesn't get so much better, but. uh I don't want to say anything else, but I just want to say one little bit. <laughs> he He's talking to his son later on about things that these, these habits, these traits that he has uh, that his father used to also have. 
And he says this line, and I freaking loved it. Uh, he's like, I used to see the fact that I do these things as a curse, but now I see them as my inheritance. And I was just like, oh my gosh, that's so freaking cool. And it just like weighs on me heavy. Like clearly, I think that's like right towards the end, but it still sits with me uh, thinking about about that. Even in myself, like these things that I hate or that, you know, I'm like, why do I do this? Because, you know, my mom or dad does it. And instead of seeing it as a curse, kind of seeing it as an inheritance. And it's hmm. just uh, that is a good way to look at something things. to kind of chew on it, chew on, you know, and yeah. One of the things I really like, and this comes into into play more in the next issue, uh, but just that family life here that I love, uh, and I love, I loved all the interplay between the family here. There's this one one scene. Are you okay? Jump into the next issue now. Yeah, yeah, totally. So they're sitting around and this one lady is like talking about being in this parade, and her husband's literally like, "God forbid, who would want to look at you?" Yeah, yeah, yeah. She's like, but you, you did. And he's like, I was drunk. (laughs) (laughs) Oh my gosh, dude. It's just like, you've been in those awkward family gatherings, you know? Yeah. They nail like relationships really, really good throughout this whole Mm -hmm. run so far. And, um, that's one thing I've loved, um, about this. And, um, but yeah, I, the dad is just, um, I don't know. He, you hit it. He just seems distant. Just seems like cut off from the world and, and um I don't know. I don't know how to read the dad. I don't know what's gonna happen in the next five issues, but um it's weird to me. Yeah. Uh I want yeah, I mean it's not it's not how I like to do my dadding. <laughs> but uh it definitely makes for an interesting interesting story here and, and kind of what Braz is going through. Um but fascinating just because, I mean, when you are somebody who's writing something that's so important, apparently, uh, it's just a, it's an interesting take and something else to think about. Like if you're a dad and that's kind of your position in life, like how do you balance that stuff? It seems hard. Yeah. Yeah. Um, but really quick, one of my favorite panels here, dude, and I love how they include these brief little like for it, like these brief little like narr- narrative, like explanations of who's who. But I love this panel here of the whole family. Yeah, that's what I was talking about. That's one of my favorite panels in the whole run so far. It yeah. just the, the, the art and how he's going through and talking about each family member. It's so rad. I love it. Mm-hmm. It made me feel like the, like it was really real. Like, yes. I was like, big time. You know? Yeah. So, and the fact that he takes a second to like, get into all the food that's being prepared, how grandpa always made chicken. And then the crazy thing that was like, and he knew the name of the chicken that was made that day because even the animals on the farm had names and they were all part of the family. Yeah. But it's so interesting and crazy because every, like you said, everyone's so close. Everyone has a name. Everything feels so tight knit, but then dad's out by a tree all Mm -hmm. on his own smoking, drinking coffee, uh, and when his son comes up to him to like interact with him, he doesn't seem to really want to have anything to do with him. He's yeah. not straight up mean, but he's cold. I think, yeah, he, he's just almost like just very blunt and straightforward. He gives him like a little life lesson and then he's like, all right, yeah. shoe on out of here, you know, like, and watch uh-huh. your mouth. I thought that part right, was, yeah, that was really funny. <laughs> So, I mean, you do get these heartfelt interactions between them when they do happen, but they're kind of few and far between, it seems. Mm-hmm. So, I don't know. It's um, it's strange. But 
then again, you know, like the relationship with his mom seems really good, you know, and, and you get a lot of cool interaction with her. So again, something a lot of people can relate to, you know, like, yeah, true. So. But moving on and going forward here, it's kind of this snapshot of him, like building a connection with his family, realizing he finds this other girl very attractive and it's kind of his first moment in life i think where this has happened and uh you know they're playing and they're doing all this stuff all this stuff and then you know in the middle of their play i think he has his first kiss with this girl Mm -hmm. and uh i think he kind of uh some, some stuff changes for him then and there you know even when he gets back home he's he's even saying to himself like you know this everything is different now uh how, he how like kind of is breaks out of his shell, I think. Yeah, at this that's point a in good way to put it. Yes, yeah. great way to put it. Um, so what do you uh, what do you think here? Like, so he kisses her, and uh, you know, at that moment in life, he's flying a kite, and it looks like he gets electrocuted here because it gets caught in a power line and dies. Yeah, that's how he dies in this issue. To me, the the thing here was like, again, appreciate these moments of family, appreciate the moments of your first kiss, you know, these little innocent things, but that the death here is that death of, of that innocence of before all this stuff. Like now you're moving on to, to all of this new world of, you know. Yeah. Feelings, all kinds yes, of stuff. Yes, thank you. Yeah. Thank you. What'd you think? Yeah, no, I liked it, man. And um, kind of a heartbreaker, you know, he's 11 years old and- he, he just finally, like I said, breaks out of his shell and is going on, I, I don't know, maybe to like this new stage of uh, of life and being more outgoing and... and, and um, being a teenager, man. Yeah, yeah. Get into those preteen, you know, puberty stages of life. And um, yeah. Um, but dude, I loved it, man. So far through five, it's been it's been a great change of pace, something different to mm-hmm. read, and it's been I didn't know what to expect going into this because when you were like, "Hey, let's do Day Tripper," I was like, "What in the world is Day Tripper?" <laughs> like, I don't even know what this is. And as I started looking into it, it's like it gets rave reviews. Everybody loves it, and I was like, "All right, let's check this out." And it's been incredible through five so far. So. I'm interested to see how they keep going. I, w- I want to know, like sitting here, finishing five, the the first half of this um, series we're going through, like what is going through my head is I want to know how they're going to tie it all in. Like what is, is there going to be a bigger picture or is this going to be it? Just seeing these little snapshots and, and the importance of these big moments in life and to always remember these. It is, and if it if that's it, then I'm totally fine with that. Or are they going to tie it all together at the end with something else? Mm-hmm. And so I'm re- that that's what's going through my mind right now as I finished up five. Yeah. And um, yeah, so I'm interested to see how they how they wrap it up. I will say I I agree with you 100 percent when I read through through five. Um, I almost didn't I, I almost wasn't allowing myself to appreciate it the way you, you currently are, where you're saying like, if that's it, like, that's fine. Like, I really love it. Mm-hmm. I was getting a little frustrated. Like I wanted to know how is this all coming together? What's the moral here? like, sometimes uh, I wanted them to spoon feed me a little bit, but what's cool is that they're not. 
And what makes that so interesting is that then I get to sit and chew with it. Like, like I said, like all week, like I really haven't read anything else because I'd read a chapter, I'd go back, I'd look at it again. I'd be thinking like, what are they trying to say? Like, what is it that's happening? It does make you just sit and ponder and think about even just your own life and everything you have going on. Like makes you think about big, the big moments you've had and, and and like just super relatable. Mm -hmm. And, um, I, I felt the same way through the first couple issues. I was like, okay, if this is how it's going to end each issue, like what is, what's going on here? But then as I, like went back through it and then continued in the story. I was like, dude, I kind of actually, you know, if this is how it goes for each one, then I'm totally fine with it. Yeah. That's cool, man. So I'm glad you liked it, dude. So that's the first half. We'll jump into the next half, uh, next week. Right. Yeah. Yeah. One of the things I loved really quick, uh, in that last issue five is that see, like it almost feels like some comic book creators would have felt like this was a waste of a page, but it's literally like in the middle of this, it's just the kids feeding a frog a bug. (laughs) (laughs) Yeah, the whole, yeah, yeah, yeah. And uh, I wanted to just ask you, what do you think of the story the mom tells about Braz's birth, where the power goes out, and he's born, and the light all comes out, and so he's the little miracle? Um, I don't know. At first I was like, eh, I thought it was just kind of weird. You know, I was like, eh, I couldn't like, that's just was a coincidence. Like, oh yeah. But it's just like a, it's like a folk tale. Yeah. Now for yes, the family, yeah. That's kind of what I wanted to say, but, um, how she tells it here. Cause she mentioned it, it gets mentioned a few times before this part. Yeah. But not in as much detail as she does here. But the way she tells it here and like front of all the other kids, like they're all in awe and they're like mm-hmm. looking at Bross like, dude, that's rad. You know, like, how did you do that? You are a miracle kid. <laughs> and so it was pretty cool in this moment right here. Well, when Bros is trying to tell his fan, the little, other little kids that he's the little miracle and they're all looking at him like, what? And yeah, his like big earlier. Sister, yeah, yeah. I loved it because he's like, yeah, my big sister always came through. She has had my back. And yeah, she's like, yeah, he, that's true. But I'm um, super stoked on this one, man. I'll, I love all the relational stuff, and, and um, j- it's uh, been great. So we'll see how they how they wrap it up, and what the if there's a bigger picture, or if this is just it. And um, I'm looking forward to finishing it up. Yeah, man. I, I will say just really quick. Uh, there's only one issue I am worried that you're not going to like, and so when you get there and you read it, I want to know what. I really want which, you. To- which issue? That way, I know when I'm getting into it. Seven. Seven. So I think he's okay. thirty-eight. Okay. Um, let me, I can't, I can't actually wait to talk to you about it on the show, but okay. I need to know before then. So when you read it, let me know. All right, cool. All right on dude. I'm glad you liked it. I had a lot of fun with it. It was a little bit surprising. Yeah. I think it did take me a little bit to really appreciate it though, to yeah. be honest with you. I was feeling a little frustrated, uh, f- through the first two, uh, but then as I sat and started chewing on it a little bit, and I think we had our first phone conversation about it at, uh, I started appreciating it a lot more. Yeah. So hopefully what this what this episode will do, if you haven't read it, is give you a little context for appreciating it so you can go into it with a lot of, uh, you know, kind of context around what's going on and yeah. appreciate it. Definitely a good read so far. So we'll, I'll finish it up this weekend and uh, yeah, we'll chat about it again, man. It's, it'll be fun for part two. Heck yeah, buddy. Well, uh, anything coming out next week that you're looking forward to? Dude, next week's going to be a good week, man. I think one of the books that I've been all about this past, this year, I think, when did it, I can't remember when issue one came out, but um, 8 Billion Genies issue six is coming out. And um, 
Man, it feels like it's been a while. It has. And so I'm super stoked on this one. Um, This has been a fun read. A lot of us have been reading. And so that is um, definitely on my radar. Dark Spaces Wildfire issue five comes out next week. Super stoked on that. That's the end, right? Yeah, that's the very last one, I think. And so we've both been digging that uh, run. The art has been super rad. And um, Sherman for the win. Crushing it in that. So. Uh, those two for sure. Um, what about you? Uh, what's the furthest place from here comes back with issue eight. Stoked for that. Uh, Stuff of Nightmares 3. Oh, yeah. I actually Art, haven't read yeah. two, but I did love one. I didn't read two um, either yet. Yeah. Uh, we got Bloodshot Unleashed on something. Bloodshot 3. I can't remember if it's un- Unleashed. Bloodshot Unleashed. It might be Unleashed. Vanish 3 coming mm-hmm. out. Yep, yep. And one of the ones I'm really stoked about coming out is a new number one. Um What's the exact title, dude? Oh, end it's, of the world. Uh, the the Jason Aaron one, uh, Once Upon a Time at the End of the World from yeah, Boom. Yeah, that looks yeah. rad. So I'm stoked about that coming out. And, uh, you know, if any of those releases that we just mentioned are wrong, <laughs> please don't blame us. <laughs> so uh, any uh, trades or hardcovers coming out that looked cool? Um, I didn't get that far. I was just looking at um, single issues, man. I, I don't, I'm not sure. Oh, you know what? There is that trade coming out called, um, I think the title is I Hate This Place. Uh, There's also a more vulgar title, but I haven't actually read it, but I've heard a lot of people who have read it really love it. So that might be worth checking out if uh, you haven't dove into that yet. Dovin? Divin? Divin. (laughs) Dip, dive, dodge, dip. (laughs) (laughs) But uh, should be another cool week for releases. Just a reminder to check out coffeeandacomic.com. Enter our coupon code in all caps, comic book lair at checkout. Save yourself 15% off. Uh, Frank's a cool dude, as always. Uh, That's where I got my poll set up. Check it out. Save yourself some dough. Dude, yeah. And not only with that, I I did see um, a couple comments on on his page. Um, Go over there and follow him because um, not only are you going to get cool uh, cool books and and an awesome deal, but he's going to take care of you. Like he sends out his stuff. um, He he is very attention to detail, very quality. And so, um, yeah, definitely uh, check it out for sure. Well, buddy, what do we, uh, I know we've already mentioned it, but why don't we do an official what we're doing next week? Yeah, stay tuned next week. I know it's uh, going to be the week, week of Thanksgiving. Everybody's going to be traveling, family, totally stoked on that. Um, but we're going to be diving into part two of this and uh, finishing this up. And I'm uh, looking forward to it, bud. Yeah, man, if you don't shed a tear at the last issue, I might Uh-oh. be surprised. Uh-oh. It's just, You're making it's me just nervous. touching. It's Is just it? touching. Yeah. Yeah. Well, even at the end of issue five, man, when he's 11, like that one was sad, oh, you know, know that was yeah. a sad one. Well, right on, buddy. How can people uh, follow us, keep up with what we're doing, join us in a conversation? Yeah, no, definitely um, subscribe to our show. Um, leave us a review. We'd love to hear from you. Uh, head over to our Instagram at the Come of a Glare. Um, check out everything we're posting over there from uh, what we're reading, what we're looking forward to. We got a cool um, poll, weekly poll list uh, post that we post. Post that we post. We're on a roll. <laughs> We're killing it. Um, but yeah, and then you can head over to our Discord. Um, we have a bunch of fun conversation over there and uh, meet a bunch of cool new people. And um, yeah, we'd love to hear from you. Keep reading comics. Cowabunga, nerds.
Like the sound of the Comic Book Layer podcast? Our audio production is provided by Rosecat Audio. Check out Rosecat Audio at rosecataudio.com. R-O-S-E-K-A-T audio.com.